For three years I have been at peace, but now whenever I open that closet in the lodge, I hear those bells ringing. <laughs> Welcome to Longleaf Breeze, subsistence farmers using three simple principles, approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it, and we don't make all misstatements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Thanks, Adrian, and welcome to our podcast of December 20th, 2012. Yes, I am married to a Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge sits right there beside ah, me. Humbug. <laughs> um, this, our podcast today, will be holiday greetings from Longleaf Breeze, and we hope that you are, indeed, if you haven't already started celebrating your holiday, that it won't be too long before you're going to be um, basking in the the glow of the the holiday season as we are. And Um, we're having a wonderful time. I I talk a good game. What I am uh, whining about over here is these bells that you like to put on doors. My family and always did that. I grew up with bells on doors. I can't stand bells on doors. And Amanda knows that. So she buy every year she accumulates more bells to no, hang on doors. that's not true. I've and, had these for years. And, you know, for a couple of years now, we haven't had any bells on doors. And it's been quite pleasant. And that's just... But that's the bells like, are back with Like I said, it's a Christmas tradition in my family. We always had bells on the doors. But one reason that we're talking about that Uh, at this podcast is this is our very first Christmas in the lodge and I'm loving it. Yes, I'm kind of going wild with my decorating. I've emptied most of the boxes. There are a few things I've just decided I'm probably not ever going to use that or I'll wait till I have like uh, eight tables of entertaining a large group to bring out that Christmas, you know, table decoration or that. So those are still in boxes. But but most of the little ornaments that I care to ever use again or um, knickknacks, you know, I, that I dragged them out this year because I wanted to enjoy them because I haven't been able to. Two years ago, um, we did decorate our at the lake, and um, but I didn't even scratch the surface of my Christmas decorations. Yes, it was pretty bare. I haven't really had a place to do the decorating, just living in this little apartment. So it's been fun. And uh, we're we're gearing up for several times of entertaining. We have um, the your my extended family extended will be family joining us for um, right. a nice get together after Christmas, mm-hmm. and we're but, looking forward to that. But we'll it will pretty be much our, fill up the lot. Yeah, it will, that. and it'll be gosh, thirty people almost, really something like that. Yeah, and and um, that will still be considered our Christmas celebration. Uh, traditionally, we have celebrated with your brothers and families after the actual Christmas Day so that everybody can be with their nuclear families and their grandchildren that day. That's right. And so, then we get um, together with everyone else, you know, in the, in the extended Borden family after Christmas. Right. We're looking forward to playing host to that. We're also looking forward to welcoming our friends from Birmingham, the Williams and the Gowers, to set, ring in the new year with I us. I know. We, we always spend the New Year's Eve with them. And this year, since we moved away, um, you know, a couple of years we've gone back there 
But this year we're inviting them to come be with us here. And so, spend the night in the lodge. Yes, I think it'll be fun. It'll be nice. Uh, we got our no, piano ready. Who knows ready. how much alcohol consumption is going to go on I if don't we know, know we don't have to drive. I got a couple of bottles of champagne ready already. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have our piano gearing up for entertaining. Our uh, friend Caleb Hart, bless his heart, is helping us with that. And he, is, uh, and he has just installed a new B-flat piano string, and we're sort of waiting for it to stretch out in a normal way. I played it this morning. I don't know whether you've tried no, to play it at all. Um, it's barely noticeable. You know, so far it's holding its pitch yeah. really well. Good, so good, good. But apparently a piano string, those of you who play the guitar, even if you don't know about piano uh, strings, if you play the guitar, you know what it is like when you put a new set of strings on your guitar, they have to stretch and, and adjust for a while. Same way with the piano, except longer time. That's right. This pop <laughs> Bigger process and longer. will be going on for several weeks, yeah. we think. Yeah, but Caleb's helping us through with that. So that, that's that been fun because I have not had my piano for three years here. Um, we had it in our house in Birmingham for a while, um, but then once we moved, it was in storage for over a year. So now, just to have the piano, Caleb got it tuned for us. We were replacing that string, and um, that's going to be a lot of fun for, for me and everybody. And of course, here's here's the big the big decoration every Christmas has been the Christmas tree. Ever since I was a little girl, and I won't say exactly how old I am now, but let's just say it's been many many Christmases. I've always had a real tree. Um, it's either been at my family of origins house or my own because we got married 38 years ago, which is about the time my mother decided she would get an artificial tree, but. She said, well, you can get your, just, if you're so frustrated about that, you get your own real tree. And we so have. We have. We've always had a real tree. And our children grew up with that, and I love the smell. And, we, you know, the, of late, we actually had had a family tradition of going to a tree farm, cutting a fresh Christmas tree, bringing it home, and, and it was very fragrant and lovely. And the problem is, as I get older, I have less patience for that kind of thing. My children have grown up and left home. You and I, eh, you know, Two years ago, we went out and cut um, a cedar tree here on the property. I thought that would be kind of romantic, too. And now that was. I have acreage, oh, I'll just cut one. Well, the poor thing looked like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. It, it, not that see, it lost I, all its I needles. I just it don't was, see that. I thought it was lovely, but well, it, I realized that I'm a minority of one on that. It, it, you know, it had a little stability problem. It did almost fall over a couple of times. Uh -huh. We tried to make it stand True up in that. a bucket with rocks and... And um, it didn't hold very many ornaments because it was just so scraggly. Um, That's true. Although my grandmother always had a cedar tree, and I do love cedars, and I love the way they smell. But uh, fast forward from my past to now. Now I'm saying I just want to have a tree. I didn't even have one up last year. And I also, my least favorite part of a Christmas tree decoration, decorating process rather, is putting the lights on it. That's so frustrating for me. So we went out to Costco and bought a seven and a half foot pre-lit Christmas tree and I could not be happier. You're just loving it. Uh, it you, looks pretty good. I don't good. know if you remember this, but we did quite a bit of shopping for an artificial tree last year and mm -hmm. finally said, we're just not finding what we need. So let's wait till next year. So I walked into Costco back in November, walked right by the two trees. They had, one of them was nine, nine feet tall. I knew I didn't need one that big walked right by the display with the lights on them. And I said, that's what I want. So uh, it's it's holding all the ornaments I care to put on it. It looks beautiful. And um, so 
we're we're ready to go with that. And all those smallish cedar trees out in our forest breathed a sigh of relief yes. when they saw that artificial tree that's arriving. That's right. I, you know, because that's the other part of the Christmas celebration here on the farm is I don't want to have to cut down a tree. I, I want to leave all of those trees to get to be bigger, more mature, healthy trees. And so um, for, for us to enjoy and for our grandchildren to enjoy in the future. So I'm comfortable with this decision. And one of the things that we have loved most about the holidays here at the farm is the joy of walking in the woods and seeing those beautiful trees. I know. I know. We really do enjoy the winter landscape and uh, we're just, um, we can always see through the trees better. We can see our view off the property of the valley out there. You know, up when we're standing on the hillside and we can look out, we see through the trees now and it's it's really pretty. And one of the things that comes from living in central Alabama is that it's never truly bitter cold. Um, what we tend to do is we, we tend to get cool days, but not bitter cold days. So winter is a comfortable time to walk in the woods. It feels good. Yeah, it really does. We, in fact, we did that this morning. We started out with jackets and gloves and hats, and by the time we'd walked around for a while... Didn't Taking need them. them off. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, the other thing about Christmas, most people think about Christmas shopping. And w we've decided that over the past three years since we've been here, I'm doing so much less shopping in malls with pretty much all of my Christmas shopping that I do um, being online. And I probably am in the same boat. Yeah. The little bit of shopping that I do is probably all online. Yeah. I mean, Maybe, I will visit you know, malls a few times. We'll probably, yeah, visit a store or two, but basically it's uh, getting on the computer and looking out to see what's there and mm -hmm. making a decision. Taking care of it. The chimes are playing the Christmas carols, which is always fun. That's right. I can be out in the vegetable garden and hear Christmas carols playing, and it's just comforting and beautiful. And um, when we're walking a lot of times, if it happens to be at 4 to 4.30 in the afternoon, we have a full concert of Christmas carols, so... Um, something to that, again, there's a way of being outdoors in nature and at the same time celebrating with music. And, you know, we hear our Christmas carols here at the farm. We don't hear Christmas carols in church. Yeah, that's something we were <laughs> going to talk about a little bit later. But um, <laughs> if you happen to be Episcopalian, you know what we're talking about. You're probably not singing Christmas carols in the Sunday services. You're still singing Advent carols. And Advent music, and it's uh, it, there's a, a liturgical reason for that, which you as a verger can probably Absolutely. explain. Absolutely, and um, I'm very comfortable with it, but it does make people frustrated sometimes that they are hearing Christmas carols everywhere but in their church. But just wait till Christmas Day, you're going to hear them. Absolutely, or Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve actually, I was going to say, actually, will. if you go to a Christmas Eve service... Uh, watch night service or even and one that might be earlier, you'll hear it. The liturgy is beautiful in the Episcopal Church, and I do love it so. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm not attacking the Episcopal Church at all, but it no, is interesting this not time at all. of year. But it's something that we're fairly new in the Episcopal Church, and it was something different. Although, you know, I will say that even in the Methodist Church, we didn't sing Christmas carols really early in the month. True, in it was December. But there was more leakage yeah, in the Methodist Church. Yeah, there was leakage. Church. That's a good word. Um, there's no yeah. leakage at all in the Episcopal no, Church. No. We do not sing Christmas music until December the 24th. Yeah. But, uh, well, let's let's talk a little bit more about our 
our celebration on the farm because one thing, of course, you think about planting time in the spring and harvesting in the late summer and early fall. But you um, don't talk, don't think a lot about growing vegetables in yeah. Christ, at Christmas time and and harvesting vegetables at Christmas time. But that's fully one thing I intend to do for if not for our Christmas crowd that comes, for our New Year's people. In fact, we can have collards on New Year's Day for good luck. Sounds wonderful. Right from the garden. <laughs> Fresh from the garden. Absolutely. Walk I love out, it. And I, I'll be able to tell my friends it was on the plant until about 10 minutes before you ate it. Um, but that's this is a year that we've had a really good garden so far for fall. And with the, the use of the raised beds, which we've talked about on previous podcasts, that's revolutionized it and made it much easier it's easier to keep up those those beds, um, easier to access them for me, um, and just so um, kept the weeds down. It's been wonderful. So yeah, this is a real treat to have at Christmas to talk about collards, to have the garlic, which we can't eat yet. It's just now coming up, but I can look out and see it sprouting. Um, already getting some broccoli and cauliflower. Carrots are in the baby stage, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe by maybe by our New Year's dinner, we can at least have a few small carrots on a salad. All the right. lettuce is still hanging in there. Um, Brussels sprouts, I don't see any little sprouts yet. I guess we will at some point. I hope so. Yeah. So, And I have a full head of cabbage out there that I'm just determined we will eat at some point. Um, maybe that's another good um, New Year's thing. I don't know. But we're very much aware of our blessings here at this holiday time, and we hope that you and your family are having a blessed holiday as well. And I guess that's all we'll say for now until after Christmas when we will find out whether everybody got what they wanted for Christmas. And um, here we'll begin talking about New Year's resolutions, I'm sure, um, in spite of all the excess get weight we will have gained <laughs> or maybe because of go. all the excess weight we will have gained well we hope that you have a blessed holiday season with your family and friends may god bless you each and every one you've been listening to long leaf breeze with lee and amanda borden you can call the farm at 334-625-8682 send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com our address is P.O. Box 780-446, Tallahassee, Alabama, 36078. Visit us at longleafbreeze.com to learn more about the farm, to browse our archive, and to look over our planting database. You can also read the daily farm log and check in with Lee and Amanda. That's longleafbreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.